Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the book of Daniel, chapter 7b, the second half of chapter 7. I urge you to please listen to 7a prior to 7b, or it won't make much sense. And I'm relying on what I said in 7a in order to read 7b and understand it. In 7a, <coughs> 7a, we learned of the dream that Daniel had. And in his dream, he saw four um, kingdoms represented by four different powerful animals. The first was a lion, the second was a bear, the third was a leopard, and the fourth was a, just some awful beast with ten horns and teeth and fangs of iron that crushed the world. He also saw this image of one small horn growing out of that beast that had the eyes of a being and spoke arrogantly, is all we knew of that. And it pushed down um, and it pushed out three of the powerful ten horns of this wild beast. And somehow that horn spoke arrogantly. And then he saw a vision of God make place of judgment upon the world. And eventually, None of these powerful beasts or kingdoms or even that horn that seemed to overpower that, that the little horn that seemed to overpower that big beast, none of them ended up being the kingdom that lasted forever, but rather it was led that the kingdom led by the faith one who was faithful to God was the one who led the kingdom forever. That's a reasonable I guess Now Daniel Presumably now at verse 15, he wakes, he, he speaks about his reaction to this dream, but he is still in the dream. Uh, and my ruach, my spirit was, was um, shaken and disturbed and bothered by Daniel. Uh, while I was, I was, uh, while I was, um, there's like a state of uh, drowsiness or slumber. And the visions of my mind were shaking me. I needed to know the meaning of all of this. I needed to understand it. So, in, he's still in his visions. I went to one of those those myriads of people, or no, there was the, it seemed that in the dream we mentioned in 7a that pretty much all human humanity was standing there being judged, and there was a lot of attendance, attendance to the court. So I went to one of those people that was attending to the court, uh, obviously where they were representing an angel in God's court, and I asked him for the truth about all of this stuff that I had just seen Marley. So he gave me, he talked to me, and he told me the meaning of these words. Now, the, the he first gave him a very short version of the answer, um, which sums up what we kind of already know and what Daniel probably also already knew. But he says the next verses, 17 and 18, is the short version answer. Those four uh, 
great beasts and animals that you saw. Arba Malch and Yakum and Minara are referring to four kingdoms that will come from the land. Now, I made it clear in the beginning of chapter 7, when I read 7a, that although many commentaries try to identify which beast is referring to which kingdom and which specific, what are these specific four kingdoms, I believe that it is not only wrong and incorrect to make such associations other than the places where it's obvious, such as the references to Babylon and Persia, which Daniel was standing there referring to. But when we're referring to the predictions of future events, it, it were specifically asked, and then I read to you the text from the Nehemiahs, which I am going to try to adhere to, that it is specifically wrong to attempt to identify which are these four kingdoms, but rather what Daniel is teaching us here is, is and what this dream is teaching is that there are four types of kingdoms that are constantly battling for world control. And the different types of kingdoms we discussed before, there was the kingdom of Babylon, which was resembled wealth and that was always symbolized by gold and wealth. And and was powerful and ruled with wealth. There was there was there was the the, the uh, Persia, which ruled with with hedonism and 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 gluttony and drunkenness, um, and the symbol of the Namer, the leopard, which some identified with Greece, but I warned you against doing that. But it was identified with those that rule with their culture and their wisdom and their um, their their practices and their customs and that and and thus they ruled the world and then there was the fourth which is just raw power and iron and just crushing the rest of the world and subduing it and then there was the the, the horn which we're going to talk about in a minute a little bit more which represented the human voice of arrogance the human voice of arrogance that somehow overpowered all of those four types of kingdoms. And we're going to get to that again in a minute, so I'm going to hold off on that for a second. So those are the four kingdoms, not specifically kingdom A, B, C, or D, and which ones throughout history they were, but you can look throughout history and see those four types of kingdoms repeating themselves throughout the cycle of history. And and how you make these interpretations is up to each one of us to to look at and think about what Daniel was observing was was not specific events or specific countries, so on. And the end of the dream, what you saw was that the holy people, the people that are that the real holy ones, the ones that are faithful to God, they are the ones who are going to end up accepting the kingdom that lasts forever. Those are the ones that will inherit the kingdom that lasts forever. That all of those other four types of kingdoms and whatever was represented by that little horn with the eyes and the, and the mouth, which we'll get to in a second, all of that will be gone. And what really lasts forever are those that are faithful to God. Those that are Kadishael Yomim. And that's, so this is a very short version, a two-verse answer to Daniel's question. But Daniel saw so much more detail. He wants to know What's the meaning in all that detail? There has to be more meaning in this than just, not that that message is not important, 
It's important and it's a great message, but there's more to it. What's all this business with this awful fourth beast with all of its horns? One little horn and what? A dying at that point. Verse 19, Sivitli I wanted to, I desired to be here, means desire, like Aries, you know, um, I desired the truth. To know about that that fourth beast, the that was different than the others. The others I kind of understood. We can understand he understood the reference to the Babylon. He was there. He was watching Babylon. He saw it. He knew it. He lived there. He, Persia, he was observing. He knew. He lived. He understood. He got it. Even the the, the Numer, the leopard, which, which um, may or may not represent Greece, but it could represent a concept that he could understand, something that he could see. But this fourth beast, Tehila Yatira, was was fearful in a great way. Shina Dijamjel with teeth of iron and the Tifraya Dijamjel, and it had the um, um, claws made out of bronze, Achla Madaka, and it devoured and it crushed everything, Shorogaragni, and trampled everything Rafsa that was left. So the, what, what, was the, what's, what was that one about? I didn't understand that one. And then to make it even worse, I also don't understand Bialkarnaya Asardi Veresha. What about those ten horns? What do they mean? The Ochali di Silkas. And then the new horn that sprouted after the tenth one, Unifalamin Kodomatlas. And it knocked out three of those ten horns. Vikarna di and this this one little horn um had had, had eyes on it. Uh and it had a mouth that spoke arrogant words, and it and it was somehow stood out from all the other horns. So it knocked out three of the horns. Presumably, there's seven powerful ones left. But this one talked and talked and talked. It was a talker. What was it saying? What does this mean? I saw this. He's still speaking to this attendant who gave him a short shrift, kind of uh, you know, get him out of my way. Give him some quick answer, but no, Daniel wanted more. But Karnodi came, and uh, and then also I saw this 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 um horn that spoke um went and did war against the Kadishin, against the holy people that were faithful with God, and it was able to beat them out. And, and this little horn was able to beat even the holy people, even the faithful people, until God Himself came. Vidina gave a judgment in favor of the holy people, in favor of the people who were faithful to God. And then at that time, when that time came, when God Himself intervened, that's when He gave the kingdom to the holy people. So, what is all this about? So, He had to give an answer. And I am over here. I am fully aware that there's numerous commentaries and numerous ways of, of understanding this. I'm trying my best and to be as faithful to the text as I possibly can. But in the next few verses, I am going to say a little bit about what I think this form means and what it can teach us today. Uh, and I'm going to try to the best of my ability to base it on the text. If you like what I say, wonderful. If you don't, you're 
more than welcome to contribute um, your own understanding of this. There's no right or wrong way to interpret this, but I'm going to do the best I can. So here, that's verse 23. This is the attendant's answer to Daniel about what all of this means. What is this fearsome, awesome beast? What are these ten horns? What are the three horns that got knocked out by the little horn? What is the little horn that talks arrogantly like a human being and somehow manages to talk his way into power over the even the holy religious people or the holy people that do believe in God until God himself has to come and give the kingdom to religious people. What's the meaning of all this? So verse 23, so said <coughs> the, the guy, he said as follows, the attendance of his comes, that fourth um, uh, monster or that fourth creature there is a fourth uh, kingdom that will come in the land. Now, there's so many commentators that identify this fourth kingdom. There are those that say it's Rome. There are those that say it's Islam. There are those that say it's the Soviet Union. There are those that say it's Nazi Germany. There are those that say, if you read a book, you'll find it for everyone. The point here is that one is not that it is a specific empire, but it is a specific type of empire. It is an empire, ditish name in Kol Malchavaso, which is different than the other three. In what way is it different? It is different because it crushes the entire planet. It treads on the earth, smashes the earth, crushes the land, and crushes all the other countries. It rules with power and might. That is how kingdom. That's why that fourth uh, kingdom is so fearful and so awesome and so different from the others is it's in, it's in its destructiveness. Now, whether or not it's referring to the entire world today, which is so destructive to the world that we live in, I'm not going to claim that Daniel was specifically talking about this, but maybe, maybe he was. Maybe that's what he saw in his vision, that humanity ultimately will gain power and just crush the world, crush other nations with power and so on. The Karnaya Asar, the number 10, is, is, is found throughout the words of the prophets. When you have 10 generations or 10 things, that's something that's long-lasting, that goes on for a long time. It's well-established. That's what 10 refers to. The Karnaya Asar, the fact that it had 10 horns. It means that this, this um, nation or this type of nation or, 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 or is going to have 10 kings that will come. So it's going to happen for a long time that the world is going to be ruled by power, by might, and by this awful destructiveness. And after that, Something else is going to come. This 11th thing, this next horn, so to speak, is going to be very, very different than those 10 that ruled with just power and might. And it's going to knock off three of those powerful kingdoms. In other words, it's going to convince a large part of the world that, that, that you know, power and might is not what it's all about. It's going to speak with an arrogant tongue and it's going to say, I have another answer for you. I have another way of ruling the world. I have another way of doing things. And what am I going to do? Verse 25, 
He's going to speak words against God. He's going to say there's no such thing as God. He's going to say, don't believe me. We, I am a person. I am a man. I have wisdom. I can control everything. And then he's going to talk to the religious people that believe in God. And he's going to mean to those that are believers in God. He will harass them. And he's going to explain through his tricky tongue. That I can show you how I can change the things that you think. I can change the times. I can change the beliefs. I can change the religions. I'm better than that. I'm smarter than that. And the world will be enticed by this by this new type of kingdom. It's not a kingdom that comes with smashing, but it's a kingdom that comes to say it's not even a kingdom, but it's 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 the it's the human being saying arrogantly, There is no God and I know better. I can mess with the times, I can mess with nature, I can explain to you everything. It's going to happen for a time and several times and half a time. In other words, this is going to go on for a while. Where there might be some of the nations, the other seven ones are still running around crushing. But this one is able to conquer at least three and say, I have something else. I have something better than God. I have something more. It is difficult for me not to make the jump and look at today's times and say that this is referring to the the belief in atheism, the belief that human beings can understand and accomplish and, 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 and so to speak, rule the world without being humble before God. I admit that this is a jump that I am making, but it is something that seems to flow from the words of, of Daniel. And it flows from the entire theme that we've been learning in Daniel for this first, the first six chapters and this one as well. And of course, any comments on these ideas are very welcome. But then, at when all of this is happening, at the end of the time, verse 26, eventually the court is going to sit and bear judgment. And then the, 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 the rulership of the of this arrogant people, of the arrogant people that think that they control everything, that think that they can, that they know everything, it will be decided in the heavens to get rid of this arrogance, to get rid of it in time. And at that point, in verse 27, at that point, the kingdom of the world greatness and grandeur of the entire world, everything under the heavens will be given to the nation of those that believe that are holy to God. And that will be a kingdom that lasts forever. And all of the other kingdoms of the world will will um, uh, uh, serve and obey the leader, the, the, the nation who is the holy nation of God. This is um, um, the, the point and the purpose we've seen throughout Isaiah, we've seen throughout all the other prophets. This, the same prophecy spoken in a little bit of a different language, which is the idea that the people of, of Israel, those that are faithful to God, <laughs> and those that join them <clears throat> and continue to be faithful to God, and then all of the other nations of the world will learn from them. 
FC is a true goddess and become humble before him. Adka, his chapter ends now with this last verse 28. Adka Sopeth Nosa, this was the end of the thing, which I'm not Daniel Sagira, Umayavalunani, that I, Daniel, who was so uh, disturbed by my, my thoughts and so shaken by them, so much to the extent that, that my the shine of my face became dimmed. I was so nervous. And this remained in my heart. I couldn't get it out of my heart. This is the idea. This is the thoughts that I had. And this was the answer that I heard from the angels. They explained it to me. Thank you so much for studying Daniel chapter 7. Looking forward to studying Daniel chapter 8 and of course the rest of the book of Daniel together.